Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Breaks Radio via the Breaks Media. I am one of your esteemed co-hosts. I'm Ralph. This is Johnny. This is Hayes. Hey, man, shout out to WTMH Radio as well as Wild Dogs Radio. But uh, we have a pretty exciting docket here for uh, the listeners today. And if you never get a chance to listen to us live, always, we always appreciate our podcast listeners, too, on all major streaming platforms. Salute to you guys. Thanks. But we have to start off the show with saying rest in peace to young greatness. I know that's not necessarily maybe the hugest name in hip hop, but uh, he was known best known for his 2016 hit, Moolah. Uh, New Orleans native. He was actually killed outside of uh, Waffle House. Um, so we just want to say he was actually signed to Cash Money as well, too. So maybe he was working on uh, an official debut album. But we just want to say rest in peace to the uh, young king known as Young Greatness. Yeah, man. Rest in peace. Um, Definitely not familiar with his music or anything. But I mean, that doesn't matter in a case where somebody is is killed. So just RIP to his friends, family, fans, um, condolences. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to piggyback off that. It, it, while I'm not as familiar with this music, um, it's it's just a sad situation to lose anyone like this. So definitely my condolences go out to his family and loved ones. Yeah. yeah. But uh, straight into it, you know how we like to do here at The Breaks Radio. We have to acknowledge the rap that has come out and there has been uh, some pretty good releases uh, that may not have been getting the mainstream acclaim or the timeline love that people usually throw out for albums. But we have to talk about our man, Joel Ortiz. Him and the uh, producer, Paulo Brown, uh, dropped a collaborative effort named Mona Lisa. So, fellas, what are our initial thoughts about this album? Well, I've, I've only been through it once so far, the whole way through. Um, but this is a pretty solid project. Um, I don't know if I'm really familiar with Apollo Brown's production on other music, but this album is really well produced. Um, it has like a, like a, and follow me here. It's like, it has like a new age vintage boom bap sound, if that makes sense. Like I kind of got all of that in his production, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joel, you know, Joel gonna rap, so it, it's a solid album, solid album. Yeah, yeah. I just want to piggyback off that. Like it, it, it's really good album um sonically it's a great it's an amazing listen sonically um i i would like to see more work come out of these guys but well together collaboratively but uh i would say that this just continues the the whole thing that's been going on in 2018 while there's been a lot of mainstream releases kind of all back to back the ones that have gone kind of unnoticed by the mainstream have been great this year and so this is right up there like for hip-hop fans don't just pay attention to the main album releases. You got to dig in, dig in your Spotify, dig in your Apple music and check out some of this unknown music. Um, because that that's why we do this platform. That's what I love about us having this is because we get to talk about stuff like this where a lot of people may miss this man. And this is a really solid album. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I definitely enjoy the production on this album. Now, Apollo Brown is from Detroit, so I guess a lot of that influence that you're hearing, I think that's kind of like some Jay Dillard stuff you're hearing, mm-hmm. Johnny. So yeah. um, Apollo Brown is definitely dope, but I like 
uh, what Joel was was able to do with this project. Um, like most projects this year, 30 minutes, you know, give or take, right? Um, not a lot to get through, but a lot of content because Joel's going to rap. He, he's com- he comes to rap. I think that's really no debate. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't really have too many uh, critiques, but we have to, you know, if there are any critiques, do you all have any or just kind of like, I, I mean, I don't really think there's anything wrong with the album, to be honest. Like, yeah. I don't really have anything bad to say about it. Yeah, me either. Crazy. It, it is a really solid album. And, and Apollo Brown's two for two in 2018 because he released an album with Locksmith called No Question um, earlier this year, okay. which was equally as good as this. Um, so very solid body of work from him over the course of this year but as far as like holes because what i go into i got everything i expected going into it apollo brown on the production joel ortiz brought the lyrics and the content um in in this album so yeah i I don't it's not it's not an amazing like it's not a classic by any means but it has no holes for what i went into this album looking looking here yeah yeah definitely um I mean, he came to rap. Like, I I, I don't know. And it's kind of like when you get to these situations, when you start talking about uh, top fives or top tens of the year, I don't, it's like stuff like this kind of sneaks in. I'm not saying that necessarily for me or for you guys, but it's just these, these short, concise, yet solid projects are, you know, kind of have those staying power because it, it gives you everything that you want and need in a rap project. Um, do we have any favorite tracks though? I got a couple actually. <clears throat> so first one is the first track, Brush Strokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I kind of I kind of got the Eminem the Ringer vibe from this. Now the way that their raps were presented were on two different spectrums. Um, Eminem basically going at everybody like, you know, y'all are trash. I see why people like y'all, but y'all are really trash. Mm-hmm. Joel was saying the same thing, but. I guess in a, I'll, I'll say a more lighthearted manner. I, I like the way he presented it more, basically in brush strokes. So that that's one of my favorites. And then the, uh, my other favorite is that place where he talked about why he doesn't like the hospital. And it's it's like two or three reasons why he doesn't like it. Um, I think one of his friends died, and then his his child was born. But I think the his uh the mother of his child like went through complications, but was still you know was still born healthy and all that. So yeah, I thought that was dope that he could like tell us that story of why he doesn't like the hospital. So that that those two are dope to me. Standouts for me, it'd be Timberland up. I mean, I think anyone who listens to me, Royce the Five Nines on it. Not a great Royce the Five Nine verse, but I love him and uh, Joel working together. I also think the beat on that one's really solid. Um, Cocaine Fingertips. There's something about the what, just everything that came together in that song for me um, that I'd probably go back and listen to that one maybe more than any particular track on this album. But that's just me. Yeah, like I, I definitely enjoyed Timberland up. Um, I think if I had any critique, kind of going back to the critique thing, not the best Royce verse I've heard, but, you know, hey, Royce can give us nine out of ten. It's okay. I'm not saying this was a dull, you know what I'm saying? It's just like when I hear that the members of Slaughterhouse are collaborating together, even if it's two of the four, I don't know. It's just something that comes over me when I expect, you know, I expect something. True. But, but this is still a good song nonetheless. Word is actually a song I really enjoy. I really enjoy Word. I thought that was a dope track. But overall, the project is pretty good. Pretty good. Like, pretty damn good. You know, like, but this is the thing with Joey. It's so consistent. So it's like, 
you gave me what you like. I don't I don't know what else to say. Like I love it. Like, I mean, in theory, I love it. Yeah. On the, on the scale of one to ten, what y'all got as far as replay value? I know it's only been out like what a week. Which I got our replay value right now. It's just a seven, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just because it just came out. Like I'm still right. trying to get everything that he's doing, but I really love the storytelling on his album, especially on the track uh, that you pointed out. Agreed. Yeah, replay value for me would definitely probably be like a six and a half, seven right now. Um, uh, has I'm trying to think how I want to put this. The a the production is going to bring me back almost every single time. I can see myself coming back to this um for that if nothing else but joel weaved together a hell of a a story and i think honestly this may be one of the most complete joel projects in like the last couple few years i mean he doesn't really come out with much on his own but um i thoroughly enjoyed it but i wanted to ask you guys so we talked about timberland up have either one of you heard the remix with crooked eye on it no no i didn't know there was a thing go check it out hell yeah now that's funny it's interesting because Crook is from the West Coast. Do they wear Tim? Wear Tim's out there, but they don't have no need to. I think at this point, like West Coast is like all slides all the time now. Right, slides and chucks. <laughs> right. I was going to mention. Uh, hey, have you heard the uh, Human by Joel and Ilmai? I have not. That came out in 2015. Now that oh, is better album? than this. Yes, that mm. is better than this. Why I have to go back and check that. Yeah. Trust me, trust me. Damn. Like because when I saw that Joel was linking up with another producer and just locking in and making one album, I was like, oh, like human. So you know, my expect my expectation level just you know it's kind of skyrocketed. Not to say this album was bad, but I think human was better. But you know, I'll let you guys be the judge of that. You know, we we do that all the time. We throw out an album, y'all go listen to it. We come back and talk about it. So. <laughs> uh Anything else on uh, Joel and Apollo Brown, Mona Lisa? No, nah, man, I'm I'm glad he gave us I'm glad he gave us some more music, man. This is dope. Oh yeah, Joel Ortiz is he like uh, we we know people have come in and out of aftermath um, the the company throughout its whole history, but is he probably one of the the biggest what ifs? Because could you imagine? Just listen to this. Could you imagine a whole Joel Ortiz album produced by Dr. Dre when he first signed to Aftermath? That's when Dr. Dre was still at like his rebirth high. And I still, it's still like one of the biggest what ifs in history for me personally, because of look what he did with Slaughterhouse. Like he was signed to Aftermath and he was supposed to be the next one and never released a project there. Thank you for coming back to the Breaks Radio. Uh, we have to ask this question. Since we're already talking about Joel Ortiz, does this even make you want a sl- another Slaughterhouse album? Now, Listen. the reason I, the reason I poise this question, I want to even poise this question, like Joe is at his most popular he's ever been right now. Royce has been Royce forever. Like, lyrically, he's just gotten better, and his concepts have gotten even better over time. Joel just keeps dropping consistent material. And even Crooked dropping consistent material. And it feels like they kind of always went after the whole shady thing. Yes. So that's why I'm even bringing this up and poisoning the question to the group. Now, who wants to go first? The, the, as long as Oxygen is still in the air, I'm going to want a Slaughterhouse album. 
It don't take it don't take music to be released. It don't take uh, Instagram posts. It don't take a song being made. If there's still oxygen in the atmosphere and we're still alive on Earth, Hayes wants a slaughterhouse album. Yeah, that's real. Um, Glass House has been recorded and it's just sitting out there in the universe for nobody to hear. We need first of all, we need that because I figured when that was being recorded, they realized the debacle that. Um, Welcome to Our House was, and I'm sure that Slaughterhouse had entire control over the whole album. They wrote, uh, picked the beats that they wanted to rhyme over. So that's the album that I want. Like, I want that album. If somebody needs to update some verses, cool, but that's the album I want. I need that. Now, are you fearful that it might be dated? Is it? Is there a possibility that Slaughterhouse can drop dated music? Yes, but... That's why I was saying, like, if verses need to be updated, if some lines need to be changed, I'm cool with that. Like, just go and update them shits and then just deliver it to us. We'll review it. Say, right, right. I was about to say, just give us Glass House, but don't make it an album. Like, it'll be kind of, like, you know how Quarter 5 is? Like, I think we all kind of enjoy Quarter 5 for what it was, but we know it could have been better. True. That could definitely be this with this Glass House. You know, if, you know, we just speculating. This is all speculation, people. We would definitely, you know, I want all fresh bars. I want all like I want all new shit. I want all new concepts because like you don't know what you know. Well, I think you know Booker Ryan encompasses a lot of what you know Royce has been going through. But I'm talking about the rest of the crew. Yeah, you know how deep and introspective they can get. Like it would be dope for them to do a song or a mixtape or something with them talking to each other about the shit that they all went through from their own perspective. Oh my god, that would be so dope. That would yeah. be fire, but yes. we'll, we'll never get it. So as soon as this question came up as one of our discussion topics in the current state of Slaughterhouse and how they're kind of fragmented, what do you guys think there's a possibility that we get a Slaughterhouse album without Joe Budden? I mean, I don't, I personally don't think that that'll happen, but I don't think Joe will be upset if Royce Crooked and Joel decided to just continue without him. I don't think he'll be upset. But I don't know if those three could get on the same page to do it. I don't know. For some it's, odd reason, why Joe seem like the why Joe seem like the glue with his dysfunctional ass? Because he is. It. He's the one that brought them together. Like him, the beef. Well, him he and brought Royce them to got, he brought them together on the track. Royce is the one that got them together as a group. Well, the beef started all this, which is Joe Budden's fault. So Joe Budden got them together. <laughs> 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 but uh, <laughs> they've all beef with each other though. It was, didn't Joel and uh Button had have a thing at one time too? Uh, possibly. But I, I don't think so. it was I don't think it was as prolific as it could have been if Royce and Joe I mean because Royce and Joe was going back like oh, back Absolutely. Yeah. Them forming a group stopped one of them from getting killed. <laughs> it was getting nasty. <laughs> like <laughs> there yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe or Royce was gonna show up and smack the shit out of the other one. Like if they didn't like <laughs> dead serious, like somebody was gonna go to jail behind that beef. That shit was getting real. Right. But oh go ahead, Jack. I'm sorry. Y'all feel like that's where Nikki and Cardi going right now? No. no. I just I just wanna throw that. All right, never mind. Keep going. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but just just with all this talk about even Slaughterhouse, you know, doing another album, I poised this other discussion topic and I wanted to ask, you know, my brothers here. If you could reunite any hip hop group, past, present, dead or alive, what we doing? How we doing this? All right, let me let me say this one first. Mm-hmm. So, because of today's political climate, mm-hmm. Public Enemy, 
I need Public Enemy to get back together and just do a whole album on all the bullshit that's going on, like in politics and just in the country and shit right now. I think that'll be fire. What y'all got? I got, I got. Mine is maybe it's typical. Mine is the Fugees. I'm sorry, like I'm, I, I always want those them back together. Like, I right now the Fugees put an album together and did a tour. The album probably wouldn't. I'm not saying it'll go platinum or whatever. It'll do numbers, but the tour, the tour is gonna do big things if they were to go on tour together now i don't know because we know how lauren is <laughs> well see you can't you can't let her decide how much they charging for it because lauren hill when she came to st louis she was charging those prices like you out of your goddamn mind <laughs> i went to see her back in like 2012 and out the ticket prices weren't outrageous then but she was like two three hours late in 2012 and she's still doing that now six years later no nah, I don't ever got to see her love again. <laughs> but uh, my group, I was I wanted to say Children of the Corn. I wanted mm. to see Children of the Corn and see what they really could have been. Because when you think about it, you had all the niggas was friends, like from Harlem. And they all substantially, you know, made some type of mainstream success. Well, if you're talking about Mace, Cam, and Big L was supposed to be the one. You know, the one. And, you know, unfortunately, he was murdered. So it's like... We never knew what came of it because I think the group disbanded because of Big L dying. And then everybody started, you know, going their separate ways. So I would have loved to see that, you know, kind of flourish on a mainstream type of level because they were getting there. Just to know that all of them were in a group together. That's insane to me. Right. That's a good pick. That's a that's a great pick, actually. Yeah. Now, my, per, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, you can go ahead and take it. Well, so my next one is a personal favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like these these artists would make less goofy music now. Say um, but D twelve. Okay. D twelve. Like I, <laughs> look, Ralph. They had that song. No, it's it's like this. Like, no, I, I enjoy D twelve now, but the singles, come on, man. Come I know, on, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like now that they're all like probably in their forties, I feel like we wouldn't get them goofy ass singles no more, even though I like purple pills. Purple pills has got a fire. My band was trash. We all know that. But you know, I, that shit got I, I so annoying hear, so quick. Yeah, I would love to hear um like a D12 album in 2018, 2019. I would love that. My well, dark house there, pick. I'm going, I'm going. I'm going. Nelly and uh, Saint Lunatics. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I might as well throw all the 2000 staples out there. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> go ahead. <Ace. laughs> Jesus. Uh, I was gonna say. <laughs> Leaders of the new school. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I feel Now, that. what about a Black Star reunion? Damn. Did, were they, did they go on tour recently? Because uh, they just got back in the country like a year and a half ago. I'm not sure. I thought they that, were on tour. I don't know. That, but. That, I mean, you could be right. Like, that I'm not sure of. But, yeah, I would, I would definitely like to hear, you know, Black Star get back into it. I'm not mad at that at all. Another pick of mine. Because I love to hear this guy rap, and this is probably the only person that's going to make him rap, so he has to get back in the group. Is Little Brother? Like I love Fonte as an MC. Yes. So I need a Little Brother reunion, and they don't necessarily have to get together with Ninth Wonder, but that would be cool if they did. Man. But I'm not. I ain't necessarily pressing for you know Ninth to be a part of it. No shade. No, that'd be dope. You, I, I think you actually put me on Little Brother back in. I don't remember. We was in college. I fuck with Fonte a long way because he's like, like you know how we talk about Southern MCs. Like he is one of those guys, and it's kind of like I put him in the same categories as CeeLo Green. When they rap, they're hey, 
you're not fucking with them. Right. But they choose to sing. They choose to be, you know, more artistic. You know, they choose to do that. And that's fine. I respect it. But, you know, you know, here at the Brace, we want those bars. Damn, I forgot his album came out this year. Oh, yeah. His his album came out toward the top of the year. It was... Now, this is the thing, sidebar. I really enjoyed the project, but I almost... It's like I forgot about it almost Mm -hmm. because it came out the same month as Nipsey. So... That deep introspective shit, like he's talking about life, real life stuff, and nothing is wrong with that, right? But Fonte does a little bit more singing than he does rapping these days, and he was doing that more so on this album. Like it was a, cause he on this foreign exchange shit. That's cool. I love foreign exchange, but <laughs> Fonte, brethren, I know what you do, and it's frustrating. That's just me. I feel you. Nah, I I get it. But I, I definitely forgot his album came out this year. Shit. Definitely. Definitely came out towards the top of the year. But uh, anything else on the hip-hop groups before we move on, fellas? I just want to throw this. This is one that's uh, uh, a clear one. But um, because you said Dead or Alive, de- definitely NWA. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. Because they were just getting ready to get back together. Yeah. Indeed. I know, right? Damn. I thought that would have been on the top of your list, Hayes. It it would have been. I I try to focus on things that were more realistic at first, but yeah, I mean, NWA is just. Yeah, I would that's love why to I see what. Expand, yeah, that's I would, why I wanted to expand the argument. Yeah, go ahead. I would love to see what Easy E would be now, like where he would have grown or gone or whatever, like what he would have been as an artist nowadays. Like I would I would love to personally see that. And NWA, as far as just as a whole collective. Looking at what Ice Cube been through, um, looking at what him and Dr. Dre did once they linked back up, like amazing. I think it would have been amazing. I feel like Easy E would have been like a mogul on like Puff levels or somewhere Facts. near it had he still been alive. Because I feel like he that's something he was like gearing gearing up toward. Like his mindset was changing, you know, around the time that he, I guess, was diagnosed with AIDS. But you know, it unfortunately took him. But I feel like that's where he was going. But, you know, we'll never know. Real quick, another sidebar. Since we're on the, you know, subject of NWA, you know Ice Cube is going to drop a new album? Yes. yes. This Friday or okay. next Friday. It's like November 5th, right? Okay. Yeah, that's so. Friday. 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 Think, Friday. Yeah. Okay. Are we excited for that? Because I am. I am. Like, we, we, we've been talking about, you know, the seasoned rappers. And this is one of the hip-hop, like a hip-hop OG for real. And he's dropping an album. And I feel like it's going to be on some political shit. Oh, I, I, I'm sure it is. I'm I'm checking for this. Like I'm waiting <clears throat> for this to drop. So everything's corrupt. Like I just had to look up the name, so I want to quote it. So, yeah. But let's get into our next commercial and song break, and we'll see you guys on the next side of that. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, aka Dan on Drugs, and I am Afro Becky, aka Afro Becky, and we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast. Podcast. A weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. Now, 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 now
fat boy had a nigga making noise to midnight. Then a yak poison that got us a fist fight. Hat low in the regal, crack sole in that diesel. Pack corners, cat pointed at people. Know how beef do. Can't afford a funeral, never. More attention, how your man face looking like leather. Have you walking out the wake, shook and shivering. Looking so different from when he was just living, man. Another 40 side killer, man. North side in the 16 villain, and I'm on the corporate side. Still pull off a New York walk by. Keep trying to talk fly. I talk fly, verbalize a pilot. Yeah. Poetic fertilizer, that's lyrical shit. Hip hop die, but we resurrect it. Yeah. Bring it back, that mystic linguistic. Bring it back. It's a resurrection. Bring it back. It's a resurrection. Bring it back. It's a resurrection. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. It's a resurrection. Bring it back. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Resurrection, yeah. Reassembling, bringing it back with the pen, yeah. It all depends how I be feeling when I descend. I'm probably gonna go kamikaze like Eminem. Look at them trembling when I stomp and Timberland boots. I come to win, scoop your feminine vibration. We penetrating your skeleton, reanimation. We bringing it back again. Son of a bitch, they wanna take what I made from nothing. Then struggle to erase any proof that I came from suffering. Now they hate I survived every trick by hustling. I stay on my G. We don't cease fire or die. Get your whole family hog tie. Nigga, you small fries. And you never should have started beef. You know I can't fall back like Ferrari seats. I'm in the max, all black. Black hoodie and gloves. Strapped with the fully. Dutch for the bud. I'm on that hypnotic and goose. And I ain't gotta shoot. I had your ass hang high from a noose. Yeah. Thank you for tuning back into the Breaks Radio. That was Black Eyed Peas featuring Nas with Back to Hip Hop. Yes, Black Eyed Peas dropped a new album. Minus Fergie. We just wanted to point that out. Right. So we're going to talk about it in depth on the Breaks Radio because that's what we do. Masters of the Sun, Volume 1. Fellas, what are our initial thoughts on the album? I enjoyed this album way more than I thought I would. I am not going to lie about it. Like This album was really like... To me, this album was really good. I think I've I've been through it maybe like one and a half times fully. Mm-hmm. But what I what I'm hearing, I I'm really loving it. It's like you can still hear hints of like the pop in it, but overall, this is an overall hip hop album, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's amazing what it, it, the how the dynamic changes without Fergie, as far <laughs> as like from a hip hop standpoint. No, seriously, and while they created some really good music. Uh, with Fergie, it was clearly more pop centered. It was more catchy. Um, <clears throat> this is this is a hip hop album through and through, and I enjoy it for that. Um, the only thing I would say about, and I know we're not into critiques yet, but I just I don't see myself going back to this album, and that's that doesn't mean that I hate it. Doesn't mean that it's terrible. But I I enjoyed the listen, but I just I can honestly see myself not going back to it at all. Well, A said it nicer than me. It's all right. Like, it's all right. Like, I'm not saying it's bad, but Black Eyed Peas have always been, like, the alternative hip-hop group anyway. So, like, and they're from L.A., so it's like their sound just never really resonated with me throughout any album that they've done. Not to say they're not good, not to mm-hmm. say they're this, not to say they're that. They just don't hit for me personally. Now, Masters of the Sun Volume 1, pretty good. Pretty good. 
But am I going to keep this on my damn iPhone? No. It's, <laughs> I'm deleting this bitch as soon as we're recording. Done. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> fellas, critiques of the album. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Um, damn, do I have any critiques? I mean, there are some pop, pop-ish records on here. Um, there are a couple songs where the beat changes. Now, some some beat changes are okay, but others are like really, like really bad. Um, I was disappointed because uh, "Constant" Part One and Two says it features Slick Rick, but it's just a sample of his voice on the hook. I was really upset by that. Yeah, like that really pissed me off. I'm thinking, oh shit, Slick Rick finna get into his bag. No, he's not on here. Um. That's all I really got, honestly. Like, I, I actually enjoyed this album. I really enjoyed it. I'm not deleting off my phone. <laughs> I got nothing left, man. I, I said my, my piece on this album. I'm trying. I'm <laughs> this is a short album review. Come on now. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to, not to just completely blow things up anymore because I've been, I've been really hard on things this year. But uh, it's cool. I mean, I, okay. I, that's all I got for it. It's cool. Do you have any favorite tracks? Let's switch the switch the clock on the <laughs> Do I have any favorite tracks? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Damn. Now, you know what's so crazy? I actually enjoyed the damn pop song. Like, I enjoyed it. What was this? Nicole Scherzer? Scherzer? The, the chick from the Pussycat Dolls. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I like wings. Scherzer. Say it. Zinger. Okay. Thank you. You know, I went to pub All right. But um <laughs> no, um so you enjoy wings. Me not so much. I I enjoy so back to hip hop featuring Nas. I, I really enjoyed that because they was actually spitting. Um I like the yes or no track. Um I was so let down by constant. Like I really wanted to like that song, but I was upset that Slick Rick was not actually on it. Um Vibrations. I thought it was pretty good. Like, this is an album I could clean the house to. Like, I can throw it on and just let it rock while I'm cleaning. Like, I, I like albums like that. What about All Around the World? Eh. It's aight. It's aight. Gotcha. But if I'm cleaning the house, I could just, you know, let it, I can let it rock. Okay. I got now, you. Now, I, so, listening to this album, right, and tell me if I'm wild for saying this, but I feel like this, I feel like this album, The Black Eyed Peas, are... I guess the evolution of what the Sugar Hill Gang are. Like, think about Rapper's Delight, right? It's, it's storytelling, it's real simple, but it's catchy, it's dope. But with now with this album, it's the same, but I feel like the bars are just slightly above that, if that makes sense. No? I'm not saying your parallels, bro. It's just funny. Like, it's just funny <laughs> hearing this. <laughs> I could definitely see Sugar, Sugar Hill Gang making I Got a Feeling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm, I was only specifically talking about this album, but yeah. But not, I, not that I, I think, I, now that I think about it, they would have made all them shits. <laughs> oh man! And this album was less like less EDM, less electronic music. Yeah, it was. I mean, Will 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 I Am is actually an underrated producer. Like people don't really give him his credit when it comes to that because people go to Will for a beat. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily a feature, but you know you can get a beat from Will. But I. I think that he, he, well, I'm not, I don't know. I didn't look at producer credits on this album. I'm assuming that he produced the majority of this album. Right. Oh, yeah. I would think so, too. Assuming so. <clears throat> but yeah, I think. Hold on. Yeah, last thing. So the title, 
the title of this uh, album, Masters of the Sun, Volume 1, is the same title of the comic book that they did with Marvel. So I don't, I doubt that this album is like the soundtrack to the comic book, but I just thought it was tight that they did, you know, use the same, the same title. So I wonder if the Black Eyed Peas do have rights to Fergie, so they should put like the Fergie Challenge song on this album and then they can get streams off of it. Oh shit! Just, just pointing that out because that that rendition of the Stars Spangled Banner was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> we got another commercial break, another song break. We'll see you guys on the other side of that. Hell no! <laughs> Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy T I M K I N Z D number three, aka Go Go Power Ranger. Yeah, this the Black Ranger. It's me, aka Mister Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Air J, only known as the. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. (laughs) And that's us. I mean, we're four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. Yeah, 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 Oh, I swam for miles, only 
for forever some things you gotta leave behind some people just like weather and seasons for that reason i know i always have a leg up whether man for cast me dead last think i'm just another nigga maybe i'll be the next black beetle like sway lee yeah i know my worth these colonizers got to pay me yeah i had to go first because the rest would never last i had to show the positives for those that couldn't add looking at the ads they only love us if i ask out and so i'm out i got an audi and it's bad i said that line because niggas only respect you if you brag it don't work on me the same though give a fuck about what you have everybody claiming boss none you niggas got no staff it don't measure up the same what's a quarter to a half of a whole lot of problems nigga who taught you to add where i'm from we don't recognize that it's good math if you don't teach the ones that's coming up to multiply their cash think for themselves think beyond sales everything we're worth don't come with some whistles and some bells the ones that gotta leave behind some ones you gotta bail meek meal and working hard ain't too tall from a meek meal to keep it real the realest niggas i know always kept it real and i'ma tell you black on black murder been whack knife turn me up so they can hit me in the back yeah and that's pretty hard for me when you see hope for niggas and where they all ought to be scared to grow wings birdman with a bunch of car to be old news look nigga you're talking to mind of me smarter we had better conversations sitting with barbers putting hearts and heads of niggas who don't think ahead who taught you school y'all school y'all welcome to the school y'all teach you how to make moves without needing the u-haul i was on you all when i was growing up now is you all that's all on these nuts i'm balling having a ball and i got the balls to say it who need inspiration well you know where you can play it carolina to the heart nobody here gonna play it the day that we aspire Carolina's where the layers I woke up feeling like Aaliyah Yeah, a million and one bucks Told these niggas I don't give a single million and one fuck Rap Oh, I swam for miles Only to realize the current Was fighting against me And I'm so tired Floating out Oh, from here on out Got to realize the power is learning to let go and just let God enjoy the ride. I'm gonna 
Thank you for tuning back into the Brace Radio. That was some new music. Uh, we actually had uh, Rhapsody featuring J. Cole uh, Sojourner, as well as Anderson Pop featuring Kendrick Lamar Intense. But we want to focus uh, solely on the Rhapsody featuring J. Cole's song. Because Rhapsody is a favorite here. We enjoy Rhapsody. So we have to talk about her. So, fellas, what do we think about this? Do we love that? I mean, the song? I love this song. I love this song. The beat is sm- the beat smooth. Everybody is gliding on it. I-, I love it. I love it. I see some disagreeing faces. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I while I do not dislike this at all, I will say I was a bit disappointed by it. Now that may be some of that may fall on me personally because when I saw Rhapsody and J Cole, my mind immediately. St- started going into what i would think the track track would be so maybe i set myself up for failure there um it wasn't that it's not a bad song at all i i I enjoy it i can go back and listen to it i just feel like a collaboration between these two should have been better than this and it's not the beat the beat is perfect like i i just i would expect cole to kill something like this more than what he did and Rhapsody, I just I have the highest expectations from her in general. So for me, it's disappointing on that level just because of my respect for these two artists. But as a just singular song, taking that out, I, I thoroughly enjoy. You know, you know what Rhapsody would say to that? Uh, I don't give a single million and one fucks. Yeah, true. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's why I wanted to present it because I knew we would have you know different opinions on this <clears> song because I listened to it. Good song, not a single. This is not a single to me. Like I, this, like like Hayes was saying, for it to be Rhapsody and Cole, it should have been a different level. And like I, although I enjoy it, it could have been better. And my hot take on the situation is that Rhapsody should not be with Knife Wonder. Hmm. I think she needs to get away from Knife Wonder. <laughs> I feel like Knife. Is a great producer, but it's only so much you can do with ninth, a whole Ninth Wonder project. And it's been, you know, some people like being at the level that they're at. That's cool. I'm not saying Rhapsody has to be, a, you know, at the Cardi or Nikki, like that type of shit. No, that's not what I'm saying. There should be more eyes on what Rhapsody does. And I think it's mainly not the production, just the whole situation. I think it's a label, producer, that type of situation. I think Knife Wonder is the problem. Mm, I hear what you're saying. I don't think I agree with that. You know what I think it is? And this is going to sound really fucked up, but it's just how the industry is. Mm-hmm. I don't think people in the hip-hop community want to hear a woman actually spit the way she does. Like, She's like she's rapping like she her the way she the way she raps what she raps about is not the same as Nikki and Cardi It's not. And I feel like that's the reason why she's not popping like we feel like she should be 
because nobody wants to hear that from a woman. It's very unfortunate. I'm not saying it's us, but the community as a whole, and this is just my personal opinion, the the community as a whole does not want to hear a woman rap the way she does. That that's why I think she's not really popping the way she is. A perfect comparison for Rhapsody, in my opinion, is Rhapsody is the female Pusha T in the sense that she's going to do what she wants to musically, fuck everything else. Which I think is a good stance for her because, like I said, she's actually rapping and she she does have a core audience. But it's just unfortunate that she won't get, you know, bigger than she is now. So, you know. We yeah. love you, Rhapsody. We love oh, you we, at the break. We <laughs> love Rhapsody. Rhapsody, I, and I say this all the time, like people who want to like pigeonhole her or say, oh, she's one of the best female. She's one of the best MCs. Yeah. Period, point blank. Her pin game, there's not too many people who are touching it. Yep. Which is probably why she doesn't like do or get a lot of features because she going to wrap their ass under the table. <laughs> Shit. Now nobody no it's and it's unfortunate, but nobody wants to be wrapped under under the table by a woman. That's that's unfortunate, but that's 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 the reality. That's the reality. It's a and shame, she, man. And she would definitely wrap a lot of these cats under the table. <laughs> yeah, like but my my thing with the rhapsody, like I wasn't saying that she should be like the fullest of the mainstream. <laughs> I just think she needs a little bit more eyes on her. That that comes to I guess a team, like a certain sense of people around her. Because sometimes like your talent should always be your shining your shining point. It's just some other stuff you need push. You need label push. You need something. But like Rhapsody isn't the first woman to rap the way that she does. Like she's not the first. So it shouldn't be that hard. I think she's the first to do it though without also trying to add a sexual image to it. So it's it's twofold. It's the, well, it's the way that she raps, mm-hmm. but she also is not at all sexualizing herself. Like she mm-hmm. is an MC. When you look at her, you see an MC. There mm-hmm. have been other female rappers that have rapped similar to her, but they have mm-hmm. all had a sexual element in some way of the way that they were projected into the world. She's not doing mm-hmm. that. Let the woman well, MC. Mm-hmm. Well, even, well, I'm thinking about golden era women rappers now. Like I'm thinking about MC Light and Queen. Mm-hmm. They never sacrificed that. That's what I'm thinking about. And they they never sacrificed, you know, their artistry to do said things. But, you know, you have to say, you know, Kim maybe changed that. Do you think it's because maybe there was an abundance? Well, I wouldn't say an abundance, but there were definitely more women MCs back in the light era. Yeah. That That is true. But like even like Queen Latifah did an interview and she was talking about the Nikki and Cardi situation. Of course, it's going to come up. Right. Because I think she was on the hip hop station. She said, we collaborated with each other. Even Kim and their generation of women collaborated with each other. Right. That's the problem. Like, if I'm not saying, okay, maybe I am saying, if Nikki <laughs> <laughs> collaborated with other women artists or the bigger women artists did that, then it'll be fine. No, Nikki wants to collaborate with pop artists. Okay, fine. Do your Ariana Grande joints. But Get on the track of rap. Let her wrap your rap wrap circles, circles around you. Around your ass, for I'm real. just saying, but it but I'm glad Cole did a song with her. Maybe, you know, I'm not saying, you know, this, but you know, Cole will somewhat his popularity can shine a light more on what Rhapsody is doing. True. 
<clears throat> so let me ask y'all this going back to the song, right? <clears throat> so this song is on uh, a Jamla production, uh, a Jamla album and not a Rhapsody album. Do you guys think the J. Cole feature would have been different had this actually been a Rhapsody album? Because the song that this tra- the track that this album is on the, the track the yeah is is a compilation yeah. it's a compilation of a lot of different artists so if this if this song was to go on Rhapsody's like so, next solo album do you guys think the verses from both of them J Cole and Rhapsody would have been I guess harder by you guys' stance probably. This could have been a throwaway verse. You're right. Well, in theory, not saying it's a throwaway, but in our eyes, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. I still love the song, so. Yeah. And I, I think, think I made a. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I don't think that was ever the thing. I think we all love the song. I think it's just like our bigger quarrel with certain issues, and that's what we just pointed at. Okay. <laughs> I think I made, I made the comparison to Pusha T, but maybe Rhapsody is more like Royce than she is like Pusha T. In the sense that Royce has gotten better. Royce is a great MC. Royce is, as far as rapping, top five in the game. But he will mm-hmm. never get that get that type of success. I think. I think at the same point in Rhapsody's career as where Royce is in his career now, we're going to look back the hip hop heads and and see that she's put out a great body of work over the over the over the course of her career. But it, she's never going to get the mainstream success that she deserves as an MC. Yeah. So unfortunate, man. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Like personally, I just want Rhapsody to win. That's all. Oh, like that. Shit, I agree. That, 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 that's the only reason I'm bringing this up. Like it's it's got to be something because it's not hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like I mean, to all of our points, it it has something. Like you know, we all make valid points, so it's just like it's something. We just want to kind of put our finger on it and see what's going on with it. But hey, well, we have another uh, commercial break, another song break. We'll see you guys on the other side of that. What's up? It's your boy, CEO Hayes, host of The Awakened Soul Podcast, a weekly podcast for an insightful and vivifying look at music, movies, TV, pop culture, but more importantly, how it all relates to us culturally and globally. The Awakened Soul can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically Anywhere the podcast can be heard, you can find The Awakened. So we also air in syndication on the radio in several states. I'll be looking out for you guys. The Awakened Soul Podcast, hosted by the one and only CEO Hayes. Peace. I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. Oh, that shit is on. Let me drop some shit like this here. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always dressing. I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating. And blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act. But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back I can see him when I'm deep in the covers When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker He owns a black hat like I own 
a black suit and a cane like my own. Some might say take a chill B, but fuck that shit. There's a nigga trying to kill me. I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows. Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window. Investigating a joint for traps. Taking my telephone for text. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's fucked up when your mind is playing tricks on you. I'm the one that's doing dope Can't keep a steady hand because I'm nervous Every Sunday morning I'm in service Praying for forgiveness And trying to find an exit out the business I know the Lord is looking at me But yet and still it's hard for me to feel happy I often drift when I drive Having fatal thoughts of suicide Bang and get it over with And then I worry free But that's bullshit I got a little boy to look after And if I die, then my child will be a bastard I had a woman down with me But to me it seems like she was down to get me She helped me out in this shit But to me she was just another bitch Now she's back with her mother Now I'm realizing that I love her Now I'm feeling lonely My mind is playing tricks on me Right before our face He'd be in for a squabble no doubt So I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth He was going down we figured But this wasn't no ordinary nigga He stood about six or seven feet Now that's the nigga I be seeing in my sleep So we triple teamed on him Dropping them motherfucking bees on him The more I swung the more blood flew Then he disappeared and my boys disappeared too Then I felt just like a fiend It wasn't even close to Halloween It was dark as fuck on the streets My hands were all bloody from punching on the concrete God damn, homie My mind is playing tricks on me
take totes of the marijuana smoke. Throw you in a choke, gun smoke, gun smoke. Ricky smoke for mayor, the rap slayer, the hooker layer. Motherfucker, say your prayers. Hail Mary, full of grace. Smack the bitch in the face. Take her Gucci bag and her North Face off her back. Jap her if she act. Funny with the money, oh, you got me mistaken, honey. I don't wanna rape ya, I just want the paper. The visa, Kabisha, I'm out like the vapors. Who's the one you call, Mr. Macho? The head honcho, swift is like Kumacho. I got so much style, I should be down with the stylistics. Makeup to break up, niggas need to wake up. Smell the Indonesia, reach it to a seizure. Then fuck your mom, hit the skin to amnesia. She don't remember shit, just the two hits. Her hitting the floor, and me hitting the clips. Sucking on the tits, had the hooker begging for the dick. And your mom's an ugly love, my dick got rocked quick. I guess I was a combination of House of Pain and Bobby Brown. I was humping around and jumping around. Chapter, then I asked her who's the man, she said B.I.G. Then I bust in her E.Y.E. When I get dusted, I like to spread the blood like mustard. Trust it, my hardcore rain leaves you rusted. Move over, Lucifer, I'm more ruthless. Uh, leave you toothless, you kip it, I flip it. Tears don't affect me, I hit them with the tech. G's disrespect me, my potency is deadly. I'm shooting babies, no if, ands, or maybes. Hit mommy in the tummy if the hooker plays a dummy. Slip the wrist a little sis. After she sucked the dick, I stabbed her brother with the ice pitch. Because he wanted me to fuck him from the back. But smalls don't get down like that. Got your father hiding in the room. Fucked him with the broom. Slid him down the back and threw salt in the wound. Who you think you're dealing with? Anybody stepping to my path is fucking feeling it. Hardcore, I got it sucked like a pussy. Stab it to your gushy, so please don't push me. I'm using rubber so they won't trace the semen. The black demon got the little hooker screaming. Because you know I love it young, fresh and green. With no hand between, know what I mean? The devil worshiping horses said human sacrifices, cannibalism, candles and exorcism, animals having sex with them, camels, mammals and rabbits, but I don't get into that, I kick the habit, I just beat you to death with weapons and eat you to flesh, and I never eat you unless the fucking meat looks fresh, I got a lion in my pocket, I'm lying, I got a nine in my pocket, and baby, I'm just dying, the doctor me's ready for war, I'm ready for war, I got machetes and swords for any faggot that said he was raw, my Uzi's heavy as yours, yeah, you met me before. I just didn't have as large an arsenal of weapons before Marshall step in the door I lay your head on the floor With your body spread on the bedspread Red on the wall, red on the ceiling, red on the floor Get a new whore, met on the second, red on the third Then she's dead on the fourth, I'm dead wrong
get dead wrong. Thank you for tuning back into the Brace Radio via the Brace Media. We have another discussion topic, fellas. We're just going down the docket today. Halloween is actually this week. So we wanted to poise, like, if you could make a hip-hop playlist of Halloween songs, or Halloween theme songs, the eerie sounding ass songs. What you go do? What you go put on it? I'ma go first, and this is gonna be obvious as shit. But Hail Mary by Tupac is an eerie sounding song, True. and he's just merely, you know, praying. But it's just how it sounds, and then the fact that it came out when he was, you know, quote unquote dead. I think we at the Brace Media know that he's dead, but you know, we just have to put it in air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's a good choice. I'm just saying, but I, I'm definitely going with, you know, Tupac Hail Mary. That's my first pick. You know, anybody want to go first? Anybody else? Mine would be Kanye West Monster. Hmm. Interesting. I wrestled with myself on if I was would include that. <clears throat> Halloween thing. <laughs> <clears throat> well, my first one is Nightmare on My Street by the Fresh Prince. That is definitely on my list. Yeah. Like this is a like this is a Halloween track, and he had um, I guess you can say the voice of Freddy Krueger on the song. Like, I, I think it's a dope song. So, that's the, I feel like that has to be at the top of every Halloween playlist with Thriller. But you know, we sticking to hip hop right now. So, hip hop's funny. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna go with a, a, a Eminem deep album cut. I don't know which one. Whatever one he talking about killing and raping somebody. We gonna put that on the list. <laughs> Shit, the whole first two albums. Pretty much. <laughs> I just said pick one deep album cut, whatever that shit is. Okay, we can put Kim on there. Kim, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Or um, what's called? It's he has a song called Drug Ballad, but never mind. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> My next one: Me? Bad Meet, Bad Meets Evil, scary movie. <clears throat> That's a good one. That's a good one. Let's see. I'm gonna go. Never seen a man cry by Scarface. Hmm. Okay. I definitely like that one. I definitely like that one. Hmm. I'm trying to think. How about now would this count as a like a Halloween song crossroads? It just sounds eerie. Like <laughs> I like, mean, I'd take it, yeah. No? Okay. <laughs> no, I seen both of you guys' face. It was like, nah, that's not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna work, Chief. I don't know. It's weird because like you think a lot of these songs and they sound so eerie, but they necessarily have a good message behind them. And the crossroads is one of them to me personally. Or I could say ambitious as a writer. <laughs> <laughs> we going off we going off piano riffs. Do, 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 right, do. Right. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious actually. Um hey, you wanna go next? Sure. Uh B O B, Ghost in the Machine. That was from his first album. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the piano. You, you got hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> What the fuck happened to B.O.B., man? Was it like B.O.B. He like the world, he thought the earth flat and he just fell off the earth. He fell off the earth. This is this is a guy that people were like, oh, this is going to be the next T.I. Like B.O.B. completely disappeared. Like, why do people feel like that? He wasn't even trapped. He was like a good mixture of like he could do like 
he was like a Swiss Army knife. He can come over here and do trap type stuff, and then he can kind of do the Andre 3000 stuff because he can actually. Do you want to say scene? Dare I say scene? Harmonize. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, harmonize. Like, he, he was an artist. Like, I don't want to just say he was a rapper. Like, man can do a, you know, you can rap and sing in theory. So I just hate that he kind of just dwindled off. He started saying the earth was flat in interviews, and we ain't heard from his ass since. <laughs> no. Um, my next one, I got Yonkers by uh, Tyler the Creator. That's like one of the most like, uh, let's see, Halloweenish beats that I that I've heard at least. So, and he uh, ate a roach in the video. Shit, crazy. He sure did, man. Tyler, man, Tyler been on a whole bunch of crazy shit, man. Big <laughs> facts though, but um, Dmx had a song with Marilyn Manson, Omen. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is back when Marilyn Manson was, you know, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. I think Marilyn Manson's always been Marilyn Manson, but at the height of his popularity, they actually collabed and did a track called Omen, where, you know, DMS was going in. This was coked up D. Right. <laughs> he, was, he was talking gruesome. That's crazy. That's crazy. Huh, I, didn't know, I didn't know that was a thing. I'm about to check that out. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, uh, we good here? Yeah. Uh-huh. One more. I got, well, for, I got at least for me. Okay. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. Suicidal thoughts. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like I like that pick. I like eerie, that pick. eerie, eerie talking. Damn, Chris. I don't know, man. <laughs> this is kind of weird. Like, I I hate that they people made these songs so dark and twisted like this. Right, right. Now I'm surprised neither one of y'all said "Mind Playing Tricks on Me" by the Ghetto Boys. Yeah. Yeah. But that yeah, that's definitely on my list. Yeah, for sure. I got two more if y'all ain't got no more. Oh, go ahead. I'm going, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but Game has a song with Wayne and Tyler, the creator, called Martians vs. Goblins. You sure do. I think it was on, oh, don't tell me, the Red Album. Yes. Yes. Um, So I'm going with that. And then my last one, I think I'm going to go Mona Lisa, Wayne and Kendrick. I like what you did there. It's, it's fresh. Yeah, it's yeah. fresh off the press. At least to <laughs> us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that's a dope ass. We might have to put that playlist out. That's kind of hard. Hey, hey, I love it. But no, it's his name is Ye now. I can just call him Ye. Okay. Yeah. Is mama call him, is mama name Kanye? I'm gonna call him Kanye. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh Kanye has found his way back onto our damn docket. It always happens. But he managed to tweet out today. My eyes are now wide open, and now I now realize I've been used to spread messages I don't believe in. I am distancing myself from politics and completely focused on being creative. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> so, do we believe that Kanye has had an awakening? Nope. I can't call it yet, honestly. I think that um, the Blexit, Blexit shirts that came out, the fact that it was promoted as being created by Kanye, I think that he took issue with that. And when you're a creative person and you have a clothing line and you hear your name put on something, maybe it was something that woke him up. But I, I'm not going to say that it absolutely did yet. I need to see more from him before I can make that determination. I'm not ready to just call it one way or another with him. Um, I would like to think that if somebody is putting your name clearly on something that's focused on bringing young black Democrats over to the Republican side, if that's not truly what you support, Maybe it did, but uh, I'm I'm just I'm waiting for like a month from now when we see him hugging Trump again. So like, well, I I, I have nothing on it. Like I, I like I told you, like I've said on this platform multiple times, I have no connection to Ye. Just drop an album. If it's good, we go review it. If it's trash, we go review it. I just have nothing else. I'm tapped. I agree, man. I was I will say this: if 
if this is really true and he's like stepping away from politics, even if he doesn't, like I hope he gets, I hope he seeks the help that he needs because it's, I know a lot of people have said this, but I really do think he needs some type of help. Like, whereas it's therapy, counseling, talk to your wife. I don't know, man. Like he needs some type of help. Like it, hopefully he does step back from the political shit and like just go somewhere and refocuses on himself and his family because all the extra shit, like I'm, I'm tapped. I've been tapped out. Like it's done. It's over. Like just stop, go rest, heal, you know, get better, make some more music and then just, just come back with the music. Don't do shit else, man. Or if you want to do your mogul shit, build some hotels or something. I don't know. Just stay out of the political arena, please. Just just stop, man. Just just get the help and then we'll be good. That that's all I got, man. I, I got nothing else for Kanye. Nothing else at all. <clears throat> Anyone who listens to me knows I'm I'm really tired of talking Kanye. Uh so yeah. I don't have much there. I, I basically echo what, what Johnny said. Like at the end of the day, if he's gonna be focused on on being creative. I don't give a fuck what your opinions are politically. You're one person. I don't really give a fuck. I never have had a... He supports who he supports politically. I don't give a fuck about that. It was the slavery comments that I, I took issue with. Um, as far as, like, creative and focus focusing on the music, I would say I don't even want you to make music right now. Focus on you as a human being. Fuck the music. Because you, you tried it in June, and you fucked up more than you helped. So, like, just, just do you. Be you. Focus on yourself. Yeah. Well, I have nothing else. Well, uh, fellas, listeners, we have reached the end of our docket. Uh, unless the 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 other esteemed co-hosts like to have anything else to bring to the floor. I'm good, man. <clears throat> Nothing. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and sign off, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go out there first? And if you have any parting words, here you go. All right. Uh, this is Johnny. Catch me on Twitter, J-O-N, two underscores, the letter B. Instagram is JBS underscore ESL underscore AAMU. And um, just enjoy y'all week, man. Glad y'all listened. This is Hayes, man. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. Hope everyone went out there and voted. I hope that you voted um, intelligently and you actually did your research, which is what I've been pushing. But more so than that, enjoy your weekend. Have fun. Kick it. Listen to some great music. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Oh, yeah. And this is Ralph. Uh, I'm the mind of Ralph on Instagram and Twitter. And my parting words is time is a precious luxury. Make sure you, you know, enjoy it. Get some rest and we'll holler at you out next week. But that's been another episode of Brace Radio. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, concerns, uh, email us at thebreaksmedia at gmail.com. And that's another episode. We out. Peace. 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 This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. 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 Bitch, I'm a monster, no good blood sucker. Fat motherfucker, now look who's in trouble. As you run through my jungles, all you hear is rumbles. Kanye West samples, here's one for example. Gossip, gossip, nigga, just stop it. Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. Profit, profit, nigga, I get it. Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. I'ma need to see your fucking hands.